You're listening to the Monica Cade Podcast, a conscious approach to all things health and lifestyle, empowering you to be your best self in each moment. Because the truth is, that's all we ever have. From conscious lifestyle tips that'll help you make better choices in all areas of your life, through to interviews with game-changing entrepreneurs, creative minds, and thought leaders. These conversations move me. They're changing the world, and I hope they impact yours. So, without further ado, let's dive into this week's conversation. Hello, and welcome to episode 118 of the Monica Cade podcast. Today, my guest is Bethany Hamilton. She has become a source of inspiration to millions through her story of determination, faith, and hope. At the age of 13, Bethany lost her left arm to a 14-foot tiger shark, which seemed to end her career as a rising surf star. But then one month after the attack, Bethany returned to the water and within two years had won her first national title. In 2007, she realized her dream of surfing professionally and since then her story has been told in a New York Times bestselling autobiography and in the 2011 film Soul Surfer. So you may have seen that and you may have seen her in surf competitions, you may have watched her on YouTube and she's just about to release, well it has been released in some places but in Australia it will be released next year, her surf documentary Unstoppable. It's an inspiring watch, it's really cool to see the behind the scenes of her story you know, how she's navigated through losing her arm and then building her life back up and then still pursuing her dream to become a professional surfer. Like it is incredible. Her mindset, her passion for what she does and her love for surfing is really, really evident. But for now, let's dive into the conversation. Hi, Bethany. Thanks so much for joining me today. Yeah, glad to be here. (laughs) So I thought we could just start off the conversation with when did you realize that moment, your love for surfing? Oh, gosh. Um, you know, I, I don't know if I can remember an exact moment, but I think around the age of eight was when things really started to like connect and I started wanting to go to the beach and like asking my parents to take me. And it was also about the time when I started catching my own waves. Mm. So I loved it before that, but it was like when I was really like, honing in on my skills, I guess. And I think I had a couple of really good friends that were getting into like, like getting all fired up on surfing at that time too. So yeah, I think the ocean is just such a luring place. And um, as a child, it's just like an incredible playground and such a healthy environment and so challenging yet so rewarding. Mm. And so I was just drawn to it. Do you feel like because you started surfing at such a young age, you're, you have a very different mindset when it comes to the surf? Oh, for sure. I mean, I was, grew up going to get pounded in the ocean for fun. So I definitely have not your average relationship with the ocean. Yeah. Um, and just being so young too and established, I did like junior lifeguards and swim team and I would go and swim along the coast of the island for fun and mm. dive for shells and, um, you know, ride turtles probably was illegal, but I did it <laughs> as, a t- cool. as a child. And um, so, yeah, I just, you know, it was instead of being at the playground or... Um, I mean, I did extracurricular sports too, like soccer and, um, tennis and a few other things, but I really, um, 
yeah, I just grew up at the beach. Do you feel like you've naturally had like a really strong mindset and been resilient from a young age or do you think it's something like you've developed over the years? I do think I naturally had it, but also having maybe two older brothers pushing me um, to just push myself um, helped me a lot and just kind of keeping up with my family. Both my parents were incredible water water people and um, they loved surfing bigger waves and so did my brothers. So it's kind of like keeping up with the family. Yeah. And I think also like being in the ocean, I realized has trained me so much and um, kind of carried carries over into other aspects of life because, you know, the ocean is very beautiful and enjoyable, but it's also very challenging. And some days you go out there and you just get pounded and worked on and just like can be so daunting and frustrating. Um, and those are the days that like, I think, build you as a human and you have to duck dive and push past the physical pain and the mental frustration and so yeah it's definitely taught me a lot about just life in general because we all have our like waves of challenge so to say that want to you know send us backwards and it's all about how we react or how we um kind of approach the situations either like hey, like I can overcome this or, oh my gosh, this is too much. I'm going backwards. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, totally. I have to say my experience when I've been in the surf and then I've, you know, it's been those like crappy days where you just don't feel good or like you feel scared or something like that. And then I come out and it's like, oh, but this is what I learned about myself. So it's, it is, it really, I think if you're paying attention, it really can teach you so much about yourself and about life. I totally agree. And um, yeah, it's just the older I get, I think when you're younger, it's more of like a game. Whereas Mm -hmm. once you're older, you like realize the mental challenge you're facing and like just having to push through situations. And especially once you start to dabble in bigger waves and um, just more challenging surf. And when you're really trying to become one of the more elite Um, like I'm working towards being one of the best female surfers in the world so it's like really fine-tuning all the little things and you know finding every way like in the ocean but also like out of the ocean to better my skills so yeah it's just I'm constantly learning and I think too I just I love learning and growing and kind of pushing myself in different areas or bettering myself in different areas of life so yeah, I hope that like my ocean skills push into my other skills because I'm not very technologically savvy and like I definitely have some weak places. But um, yeah, also motherhood has taught me so much and it's um, and even being married and it, those have both both those relationships have grown me a lot as a human and mm. I think maybe hopefully a better person. Yeah. I'll touch on the motherhood shortly because I have a few questions around that. But you just talked about big waves. I'm curious to know what's your inner mindset or your inner dialogue or like how what goes through your mind specifically when you're in the water with big waves? Uh, I try not to overthink it and just kind of like um, just focus on what the ocean is doing because it's when you're in big waves, you really have to be 
just in tune with the ocean. And um, I take a lot of confidence in just all my off-water training and my ability to hold my breath and my body's strength and my skills and just kind of like you almost have to give yourself like a pep talk like build your ego up so to say like as bad as it sounds but you have to like build yourself up like you got this like but also having a sense of like respect for the ocean and I mean it's such a humbling place um every zucker knows but like kind of just approaching it with like I got this (laughs) do you find that because you've been surfing for so many years that do you still experience a lot of fear or do you find that you're really good at, I guess, like navigating yourself and kind of knowing how to calm yourself or be more present? It definitely like different types of waves will um, like kind of freak me out. Like when I'm surfing, like just, I mean, I went to Tahiti last fall, like about a year ago. Mm. Um, and it was really heavy surf. And also I was in a lineup of like 50, like top class male surfers. So that can be really daunting. And, um, so just kind of like just finding, yeah, your breath and like just breathing through things. And I don't know, I always like, I'm a little comforted that if I do fall, at least I'm most likely just going to hit the ocean in the water. So you kind of know what's coming. Um, yeah. I mean, there are other scenarios that can happen, but for the most part, like I love falling in the ocean because it's a lot softer than on land or in the snow. Or, um, <laughs> or, so. Yes, yeah. I definitely agree with you on that one. More painful. Now, when you got pregnant with Tobias, you were still surfing, which I thought mm-hmm. was really cool. So what was that experience like? Because initially you weren't ready to be a mom straight away to begin with. So how did you go through that experience? Yeah, so I think for some of the people who might not know, but I have a documentary out called Unstoppable. And so part of what we shared in my journey was entering into motherhood. And it was like midway through filming my documentary and I'm trying to push myself like the hardest I can in my sport. And then all of a sudden I find out I'm pregnant and um, I guess it wasn't really the timing my husband and I were hoping for, but I guess one thing I've learned is I believe God's timing's better than my own. And um, yeah, once I like kind of embraced motherhood and, kind of started to like look forward to my child coming um yeah it just got better and I yeah I continued surfing I I don't know I always compare it like surfing for me is kind of like walking down the sidewalk like Mm. of course you're gonna go down the sidewalk yeah yeah as long as like nothing hurt I would just you know go for it and as things progressed I kind of like would surf mellower waves and whatnot yeah I think it just kept me healthy and happy like mentally so I think that's really important when you're pregnant and um I would always like check in with my like integrative health doctor who would kind of be like how are you how's things going and just yeah, we just bounce back and forth on just making sure everything was good. But it was definitely like, 
Yeah, when I look back, I mean, I've surfed through both my pregnancies, and I know a lot of women here in Hawaii um, surf and while we're pregnant, so it's not too out there over here. But um, yeah, I think everyone's kind of in their own place. But I definitely, it was crazy too. Like as I shared in my documentary, I actually got better at surfing while I was pregnant, which was so weird and yeah. not something I was anticipating. But it kind of helped me slow down and smooth things out. And I don't know, I'm almost six foot tall. So I'm a very like tall and strong figured body. And like, I think just the way I had to surf when I was pregnant was a little more like graceful. Mm, And I was able to carry that over after I was pregnant. So that was a fun perk to surfing while I was pregnant. (laughs) Yeah. Did you find when you were pregnant like that you had to... I don't know, use your body in a different way because of, yeah. Being yeah, pregnant. for sure. And at one point, I remember, I think it was maybe three or four months along and my balance was so bad. So I kept falling this one session and I was surfing with her girlfriend and um, she didn't know I was pregnant. And she's like, probably like, oh, she's falling a lot. And I was like, in my head, I wasn't telling people yet. So I was like, oh gosh, I'm just kind of kicking it right now. um but yeah and then once I would like my tummy got bigger I would like heavily rely on like lean on my upper chest um and like hook my butt up and like kind of just waddle around out there and um and then it was interesting like it was like medium-sized waves with a little more power were easier than like small mushy waves because the small waves would like make it harder to stand up with all the extra weight so I'd kind of like find my sweet spot. And then once I couldn't catch waves, then I would just take to swimming. <laughs> yeah. I know. Cause I was watching your unstoppable film and I was like, she's making that look so easy. <laughs> and I was just wondering about the balance cause you did. It looked so effortless for you. Yeah. And actually like, it was funny. It was easier to surf when I was like five and six months pregnant than yeah. when I was like three or four because something about like your equilibrium or your balance is changing so yeah. it was like as I adjusted with time but then towards like the end of six months then I started to be feeling a bit seal-like or whale-like so <laughs> <laughs> then I would just like do a lot of body care and swim and yeah just enjoy yeah. the water yeah without the board yeah What inspired you to create the documentary? I had met the filmmaker, Aaron Lieber. He was working on film uh, on an American surfer girl, Leaky Peterson. Um, The film was called Zero to 100. And I had gone on a a trip with them for her film. And he saw me surfing and he's like, oh my gosh. Like he thought that I was up to par with the top female surfers in the world. So he really wanted to just share that story. So we had set out to just make a short film, like 12 minutes long of just me pushing it in the ocean and performing the best I could. And I, I also like any excuse to just go on surf trips was like really learning to me. And I'd come out of this busy season of like getting my film, um, soul surfer out and, I also had kind of come out of a rough season of competition and missing qualification for the world tour by one spot and then two spots the following year, um, or not even one heat and then two heats the next year. So I was kind of just in this 
state of limbo and but kind of needing something to work towards. So we set out to make the film and then long story short, like a lot happened, like entering into motherhood and whatnot and just felt like there was a lot of cool stories to share um, that Soul Server hadn't captured and just sharing the real me. So the documentary is just vastly different from the first film and just kind of, I don't know, I, I love being able to just share my life in this different way and hopefully just continue to encourage people in their journey. And like I share in my film, I had someone who encouraged and inspired me um, through some of the toughest, toughest times in my life. So I hope this film will be that for people out there going through tough things that they feel like they can't overcome and how we all get hit hit through it at one point or another so yeah it's really I really enjoyed watching it it was really nice seeing the behind the scenes of your story and just seeing you know how you just approach life and and the different challenges and then also pursuing your dreams you know like I don't I think you have this beautiful rare quality where you're like hey, this is what I want to do and I'm going to go and do it. And then so many people in every everyday life, it's like, oh, I can't do that because of X, Y, Z, whether it's, you know, a new sport or a business or anything like, and I feel like your story, it's just, it's powerful, you know, it just shows us that it's like, just go do what you love. Yeah, and I think so many of us, it just, it's a matter of just being dedicated and letting your passion and your reason why drive you. And um, I'm kind of just, you know, I've had to sacrifice certain things in my life to accomplish some of the dreams and goals that I've had. And my husband too, he's sacrificed a lot, but for this season of our life that he knows isn't going to be forever. And he's like, okay, let's just go do this. And I'm here to support you. So we've been kind of like just, yeah, I don't know, I'm almost 30. So just not going to be like professional surfing, like Kelly Slater status till I'm 50. <laughs> I mean, I'll always be out there ripping and having fun. But um, yeah, just trying to enjoy the time of my life. And yeah, our boys are just kind of along for the ride with us now. And um, we're just a little family unit. <laughs> Yeah, it's so beautiful. And how do the boys love the surf? I, obviously, like I know that they go in the surf with you guys, but what's their kind of take on it? I know they're still little. Yeah, actually, my four-year-old has totally got the bug and he loves it. And he has his own little um, soft top surfboard. And he will, he's even starting to catch waves on his own, which to me is like mind-boggling. Yeah. Um, of course, it's like sweet little waves, but he just has so much fun. So it's cool to to see the little passion in him growing. And I take my one and a half year old like tandem riding with me and he yeah. usually screams the whole wave. So I'm not sure the passion is quite there yet. <laughs> <laughs> but we usually just get him on a wave, make him go through it and then play on the sand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny, I have a little nephew and he's almost, oh, he's two and a half and then last yeah. weekend we were visiting some family, we were in the pool and he loves the water and I said, oh, do you guys have a bodyboard? And so we got him a little bodyboard. He'd never been on one before and um, we got, he, he was keen to stand up on it, which was really cool. Yeah. So 
he and his dad like were holding him on the bodyboard, but he he loved it. You could see it in his face. So that's so fun. Yeah. I know it's at that age. Like anytime we go to a pool, we'll just bring a surfboard for them to pal around on and mm. practice balancing on. Yeah. Yeah, just keep it fun and lighthearted. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. Uh, before we wrap up our conversation, I did want to ask you because you've got a new course that's coming out. Would you love to talk about that to our listeners? Yeah, so I actually it's out now. It's called The Unstoppable Year. And my heart behind creating the course was um, sprung from social media. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I think social media um, is can be such a, a wonderful tool, but I also think it can be a really dark and harmful place for a lot of people. And I just wanted to create something where I personally could go deeper with people who um, follow my story and even people who don't, but like anyone who stumbles upon it and is looking to just kind of get through life a little better and kind of live their own unstoppable lives. So yeah, it's been a really fun project for me to create because I'm just able to really like making it a year long course was um, that's when you can really have like long lasting positive change in your life. So we're tackling a bunch of different subjects in the year each month and um, all of them to me emulate an unstoppable life. And so people from all different backgrounds have joined me and it's really just been cool to just see the positive change and, yeah, we have a live Q&A or two every month. And yeah, I dig through some of the tools that I've learned along the way that have kind of helped me to accomplish all my dreams and goals. And yeah, it's just, it's a fun project for me. And I love just being able to inspire people. And this to me was something that would actually do that Mm. beyond kind of like the simple things in life that we can share through social media and whatnot. Yeah, beautiful. I have no doubt that it's going to really help transform the lives of so many people because I agree with you. I think having that like ongoing connection with someone over a year, that's really where that transformation process can start to happen. Yeah, and it takes time. And I think a lot of our young people especially are just, you know, they're growing up with this invasion of technology and it can really like um, hinder your confidence and knowing who you are and your identity and your strengths and when you're so focused on other people it's hard to live out your own purpose and your own passions and dreams so that's kind of I'm just trying to pull out what like people already have in them and just remind them that they can because we all are so much more able than we know and Mm -hmm. believe and even myself sometimes I surprise myself and so kind of helping people surprise themselves with their abilities to do more than they know. Yeah, that's so inspiring. I love it. And I'll include all the uh, links in the show notes. So if anyone listening is interested, they can check out all the information. That would be awesome. And especially even if anyone out there, um, you know, maybe you're an older person and you have a young one in your life. I mean, we have older women, a part of our group and people of all different ages and backgrounds that, 
I'm like, my heart is like the teenage and young adult woman. Um, yeah. So if you know anyone that you want to like gift it for. Beautiful. I love that. So I'm just going to ask you two signature questions before we finish off. They're just fun, okay. lighthearted ones. So the first one is if you weren't a professional surfer and in your surfing career and you could choose to do something else in life, what would you like to attempt? Oh, I think I definitely would have gone down the route of like being a natural health doctor. Like I just, I love helping, I love living a healthy life and I also like helping people finding they're healthy. So I think I probably like, there's almost no doubt in my mind that I would have gone that route. Yeah. Awesome. I'm still like, anytime I'm like, always reading books and listening to podcasts and just trying to like educate myself and just as an athlete too like I'm always just trying to like find my like peak and now being a mom and balancing like bad sleep and all these like different things pulling at me it's just I really gotta like zero in on like what works for me so it's fun but but yeah I'm definitely passionate about it I mean maybe I will be that one day but really do that when I'm older and like don't have kids yeah exactly (laughs) absolutely yeah okay and so my final question for you is is there a piece of wisdom that you've acquired through your own life experience or that someone's passed down to you that you live by today oh I think like a common theme for me has just been like looking for things to be thankful for you know I think of when I lost my arm and rather than like kind of like oh my gosh this is horrible like I was just thankful to be alive and I looked for things to be thankful for and I just imagine my life if I hadn't had that like sense of gratitude for life like I could be in a complete different place than I am today and so I think for all of us it's like choosing to look for the things to be thankful for no matter how hard times are and to um yeah just cling to what brings you hope and joy Mm. and centering your life around that yeah do you feel like you've always had the gratitude piece or is that something that you know you really started to draw on like after your experience with the shop I think like as I've gotten older I've had to like really like you know look for it and choose it um because it doesn't always feel like it comes natural so Um, just trying to like find that in each day and um, even when things feel really frustrating or relationships are frustrating or life is just pulling at you um, yeah yeah definitely we had to like work at it at times and yeah I've had my ups and downs for sure like I think too like even there's like this phase of like young adultedness where you're just so self-focused and I think that can pull from your like sense of gratitude and like so I think I definitely my like young adult years I don't know what was going through my mind but (laughs) maybe (laughs) I'm not as grateful as I should have been yeah Um, so I think yes for sure so but yeah I'm thankful for where I'm at like in life now and um yeah, just keep putting along, looking for the things to be thankful for and look forward to them. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me. It's been a pleasure. And uh, as I said, I will include all the show notes yeah, and the links and everything so everyone can check out all the good stuff that you've got on offer. 
Thank you. And actually, I think next year I'll be in Australia competing. And um, I don't know if most of your followers or, or listeners are in Australia, but we'll even be doing some like little premieres for my film, Unstoppable. So yeah, even if you want to come or like if people in your area or anyone listening, like keep an eye out. I'll probably announce it on social media or yeah. on my website. So yeah, keep an eye out. Oh, that would be awesome. We'd love to have you. Great. Well, thanks. All right. Thanks so much.